All right. Uh, interesting news coming out today that sort of fits into the discussion that we are having. European Union countries agreed today to ease COVID-19 travel restrictions on non-EU visitors ahead of the summer tourist season, a move that could open the block store to Britons and vaccinated Americans. Um, the 27 countries approved a European Commission proposal to loosen the criteria to determine safe countries to let in fully vaccinated tourists from elsewhere. So, you know, whether you like it or not, or you think it's fair or not, or you think it's against your rights or not, it's happening. You know, we talked about Lollapalooza, the biggest, one of the basic music festivals in the world, uh, announcing they're going ahead this summer. And if you want to go, you've got to have proof of vaccination or a negative test. So, I mean, we're going to see more and more of it. That's just sort of the environment that we're living now. Let's go to Debbie now. Hi there, Debbie. How are you? Uh, Yes. Good morning, Shay. I'm fine, thank you. I had a a question or just a a remark. Mm -hmm. I got a shot at, um, I phoned 811. I live in Calgary, or actually Iracana, so I'm not sure why I'm listening to Ched, but anyway, (laughs) no worries. Um, I phoned 811. They said, go to Genesis Center in the Northeast to get your shot. Good enough. I got this big-ass piece of paper. Excuse my French. I'm sorry. All right. And... Everyone that goes to a pharmacy and just goes and says, hey, at PharmaSave or Shoppers, yep. you get a little card. Yeah. Do not laminate because you may need something else. Now, my husband got his shot in Montana. He drives long haul. Mm-hmm. He got a card. It took them 15 seconds to fill it out. So people that actually phone in and to 811 do not get a card. Which is kind of unusual, and I phoned Urgent Care in Airdrie, and they, yeah. they said, well, because we're AHS. Um, you can okay, access it so online and print it off, right? You can. That's what they're telling you? No, no, no. They're saying that if you, if AHS, which I phoned, 811 is our number, if you phone that and you go into an AHS authorized um like a Genesis Center mm-hmm. in Calgary, you do not get a card. But if you just walk into a pharmacy, yeah, yeah. you get a card. I don't understand. Because you, you're saying now we would, and we, I agree, okay, you would need something to say that you have got your shot. But are you supposed to laminate an 8 by 11 yeah. and walk around with that? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Good but. question. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Debbie. I don't know how this will work out. And I don't know that you're gonna, anybody can ask you to produce anything. Uh, I don't know exactly how. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's going to be the sticking point for all of this, right, is how you try and enforce this and make sure that people that are entering your business are, in fact, vaccinated. Let's check in with William. Hi, William. Hey, buddy. Congrats on the job. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I got my shot. I got my little, uh, I went to a co-op pharmacy and, uh, yeah, I got my piece of paper. It's folded up. It's in my wallet. Yeah. Okay. If anybody does ask me, I just got to just pull it out and say, yes, I got my first shot. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't understand th- this whole dilemma of people not wanting to get the vaccine. To me, it doesn't make any sense. Me neither I personally. It, 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 I think it would only make sense if, if someone they know or, you know, a family member gets it. And then get seriously ill or potentially, you know, passes away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then it becomes then it becomes reality, right? It becomes real because it's happened to them, and it's happened to me. It yeah. happened to my mom. In the very right in 2020, when we you know we were kicking cans around and trying to figure out where we, whether we're going to shut the borders down, keep the planes on the ground. 
I mean, for me, it's all about the 14 days that we didn't do anything. Right, yeah, exactly. We shut everything down for 14 days. We would have lost less money doing the 14-day shutdown yes. than what we've lost so far. No, I know. We, uh, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. We can take a look at other jurisdictions that did things differently and came out farther ahead than we did. Let's check in with Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So the problem I have with all this talk is maybe I've read too much history, but discrimination is wrong, we've always said. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if we had this conversation two years ago that we're going to ban certain people for medical reasons or non-medical reasons to go into a store, go into a restaurant, go into a concert, everyone would have been up in arms. But now we're going to basically discriminate against people uh, if they have mask exemptions. Yeah, a highly contagious pandemic will do that. Choose not to. Sorry? A highly contagious pandemic will change the way we think about who we uh, you know, get into proximity of. Well, again, so that's one thing. There's lots of medical people that say it's not whatever. You could, you have real-world examples of Sweden, Texas, Florida, you know, South yeah, Dakota. So, leave it, so leaving that part aside, let's just talk about the discriminate, discrimination. Because, I mean, if you go historically, there were great many medical experts who declared that uh, smallpox, syphilis, and typhus were being spread. And this was Germany in the 1930s where they were being spread by the Jewish people. So, I mean, we're, you know, we, we supposedly moved away from discrimination, but now we're going to discriminate and ban people That's a for another medical we're, reason. It's, it's now all of a sudden... We're not banning any particular group of people. We're not banning any particular group of people. We're saying all people. I mean, you're talking about apples and oranges there. Let's go to Mike. Hello, Mike. No, Mike. Hello. Hey, we got Hello, you there. You there? Hi. Yeah. So, I just wanted to emphasize the informed consent. So, when they listen to you on the radio, people should get informed. Okay. The last caller, I just want to mention: the top four manufacturing vaccine companies are convicted felons. Johnson and Johnson was selling baby powder with asbestos in it, knowingly, yes, they were. So, while parents so, rubbed that okay, on their so children. You're telling people, I, I got six calls I want to get through, and we've had this discussion before. Your point is you don't like the vaccines. Can we just wrap it up? Can we just say the vaccines okay, so are, are dangerous? The other, the other, the other point no, just, I, 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 yeah. is Bill Gates is close friends, was close friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, you know what? We, now, we know that. How do you that. feel about taking a vaccine that was developed by a guy that's best friends with Jeffrey Epstein? So don't take it, Mike. No one cares. Let's go to Ian. Hi, Ian. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking my call. Um, two quick things, more questions slash points. Biggest concern I have with the vaccines is that we do not know the long-term effects. And to me, I don't know about giving it to children. Because children, basically, this isn't really affecting them. Like, it's very low. Rate yeah, no, that's a fair point. And that's what I get scared of, is that there have been other things rolled out where they have had side effects long-term. And then I've talked to a lot of doctors, read lots of articles, and they're saying the vaccine, you could still be, a, you could still spread it, not as long because you'll fight it off quicker and it'll exit your body, but you could still spread it. So why are they pushing to give kids vaccines when we don't know the long-term effects? And, you know what I mean? They're still going to spread it anyway. Maybe not as long. Like, what Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, there's some discussion around that. I think basically what it is is you want to break the chains of transmission. So the more people you have who are vaccinated, the less likely they are to spread it, and on it goes that way. Okay, I'm going to get one more in here before we have to go. Let's go to John now. Hi, John. Yeah, the, the point I want to make, and if you're going to be 
uh, demand passports for COVID to be consistent, uh, other health issues should be available and considered as well. So, example, STT, an STD passport for access into established establishment. What are you, you going to go to the Safeway and have sex with like somebody? Why on earth would you need an STD passport? <laughs> well, hey, you know, you could get it if you... If you if you link up with somebody, it's you, you can pass it on. So that's the ridiculousness of a passport. That's the that's ridiculous the of your point. If I'm walking through a Safeway and somebody has COVID, they can possibly give it to me. If they have an STD, my chances of getting it, really, really, really low, John. Very, very low.